0: here we go the three amiibos are here
1: recording for you if you play the games you can join in too. put your hands together give them a rub as we take you to Donkey Kong games Games club huh DK Donkey Kong The crew is back, you know them well Connor, July and Jeremy will kick some tail We'll cover eight games every other week
0: Atacon will piss himself like a freak From arcades to tropical freeze This games club will meet all of your needs Huh! DK! Donkey Kong! B.A. Patreon.com Be sure to go to Patreon.com slash SuperNPCRadio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier to hear each episode of the Donkey Kong Games Club. Patreon.com slash SuperNPCRadio at the $10 DJ Toad tier. (coughs) What's that? (coughs) It's gonna be bananas. Welcome back to uh, "Call Me By Your Game." I I had a plan earlier to to do something. Uh, oh, I know what I was gonna do. We're gonna keep this all in because it, it'll be funny to see, hear me fumble. But so I'm sort of taking you, you'll you'll get it. You'll get it. Um, and it's one, two, three strikes you're out at the "Call Me By Your Game." Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Uh, this is your host, Connor McCabe, here to do a couple of things today. Uh, it is both a bittersweet uh, – it is both a bittersweet – it is a bittersweet moment and recording that we have here because – It is both
2: bitter and sweet.
0: It, it Simultaneously yeah. – I feel like I'm the first person to ever use that phrase, um, and I feel so smart for doing it. Um, it's sweet because we are doing yet another – call me by your ball game episode where I uh, bring on a friend or two to highlight a fun, meaningful, or interesting baseball video game. Because I love the sport of baseball. The listeners know this. We talk too much about it on every episode. Um, And uh, this is a series we started in 2020. We did it for four months then. We skipped it because I didn't think I wanted to do it last year. And here we are, back, uh, doing another one. But it's bitter because we are going to be wrapping up the 2022 uh series of the call me by your ball game episodes um so this is going to work similarly to the normal episode except uh it's going to be a little baseball focused and i got two absolute champions to introduce in a little bit um who are going to be joining me for this a few ways that you can support the show up top is that you can check us out on social media we're on both instagram and twitter at on Instagram at call me by your game pod, and on Twitter at call me by your game. On that username though, there's just one y, so it's B Y O U R. There, you should definitely follow us. So you can keep up with what episodes are releasing, the cool art I make, uh, see what guests are on the episodes, and how you can support them, um, and interact with us if you got something to share about the episode. You can also support the show by leaving us a rating and review on apple Podcasts, uh you can do it wherever you want but uh like i hear my one of my dear friends on this podcast say on his podcast uh i won't see the other ones so if you want to share those with me if you leave a review i don't know in a internet browser somewhere just send it to me or tell me you did and i'll shout you out on the show You can also share the show with a friend, whether they love video games in general uh, or this specific game we're talking about today. And lastly, you can support us on Patreon. Uh, we're over at patreon.com slash super radio, where we have a bevy, as I'll describe it of additional video game content that you can get if you support us financially. Uh, We have a few tiers there, um, but uh, you get a lot of stuff from not only me, the creator of this show, the creators of Video Games, a comedy show, Inside Video Games Classic, and the Reactivators. Um, And currently, uh, we're going through the Donkey Kong Games Club that we're hosting. So if you subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier, we're covering 8 games in the Donkey Kong series this fall. Um, and if you're listening today, this Friday, the episode on Donkey Kong Country Three, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble, is going to be debuting at that tier on Patreon. So if it sounds interesting, check us out at patreon.com/supernpcradio. Finally, I'm done warming up. We've done our pregame rituals. Um, I've, you know, I, I've got my superstitions out of the way. I do, I'm doing this, putting my socks on the same way I do every game, and I'll finally introduce our wonderful guests for this episode making his triumphant return to the call me by your ball game series the host of the mvp baseball 2005 episode from two years ago and the producer of this year's show mr jeremy schmidt welcome back uh slugger
1: uh he he shoots he scores well, i well, back it, baby you know sports related Baseball's but back.
0: not exactly where i was thinking but buddy baseball is back and it's it, it is wrapping up soon too. The regular season is coming to an end in I've got Major my League Baseball.
1: Big bowl of cereal here, you know, a big iconic baseball food cereal.
0: Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. I can make I'm drinking
1: it... a martini. You know that classic ball game drink. You're having a bowl of cereal <laughs> with a martini. What
0: is there a flavor of cereal or like a brand that either of you two think would go good with a martini? Because I don't even like martini, so I can't even
2: think. Apple of Cinnamon it.
1: Cheerios. Yeah. Patrick, that I feel like great. you are just
0: a, a a flavor. What do they call people who like? Uh, You're, you're a mixologist of sorts. I, I I, say.
2: I, yeah, I'm, I'm like a cereal sommelier, is what yes. I mean. Yeah, we are. Thank yes. you. That'd be a fun
0: job. Yeah. That would um, be a fun job.
2: <laughs> uh, Jeremy Schmidt.
0: <laughs> host of video games, a comedy show, the producer here uh, of this podcast, and my partner uh, on our Patreon, Super NPC Radio. Um, yep, pal, I'm excited to have you here and get into it. Uh, thanks on for this having game.
1: me.
0: Um, absolutely, thanks for being here. And then, uh, lastly, making, uh, you know, having his uh, his, his debut, uh, major league debut here on the Call Me By Your Ball Game series. Uh, host of the Nintendo Cartridge Society, Patrick Ellers. He bumps. He sets. He spikes. Uh, I love like the enthusiasm Woo! from you two is what I'm liking. <laughs> it, we're just a little off, but hey, I think we're huh? gonna get there and get the sports references right. Um, but I have never heard he bumps, he sets, he spikes. That was <laughs> that was something special. That may be the first time someone's ever done that. Uh, yeah, it, it implies that one person is doing all three moves, which <laughs> I, I don't right. think is I don't think is
2: legal
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah maybe it's over the course of a game you know yeah. like or like sure. two different plays i guess at the least um <laughs> patrick welcome back um i'm so excited to have you here You're, you've been uh, on a lot of shows with us this year on our network but i have it's true you, you were just with me on the chrono trigger co-op episode which is also on the ten dollar dj toad tier for those of you on patreon and is
2: worth this episode is worth the ten dollars. I gotta say, it's fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Truly, like I'm expecting both of you to do today. You and Eddie carried that episode, and I was just sort of like <laughs> making sure it like was recorded, basically. Um wow. But Patrick, I'm glad to have you back um, today for this episode. The for the fourth and final Call Me By Your Ball Game um, highlight for the year. We are going to be discussing. Certainly what is the most unique game we have discussed on all eight of these episodes, and that is Rusty's Real Deal Baseball for the Nintendo 3DS. We're going to get into what this game is, the experience of our two guests with this game, and just what makes it so unique. Um, I am really excited about it. But before we do, it's a baseball episode, fellas. So I'm going to ask you a little bit about your experience and... Your, you know, what what ba- place baseball holds in your lives? Whether you've never watched a game before, which I know isn't true for either of you, or you're like me and you you have uh, like an addiction to the sport, like we all do, video games. So, Mister Schmidt, I'll start with you. What is your relationship to the sport of baseball?
1: Uh, love baseball. Um, I'm not a. I don't follow sports in general, which is a which is. Maybe something that's gonna change here in, in you know in soon. I'm, 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 I don't know. I went to a Dodger game not that long, like a couple of days ago, and just like I I, I don't. I've always really oh, liked yes. baseball. I I played baseball in high school as a first baseman, and whoa,
0: I, uh, you, got lang- you got that link. You got that to you. The, you can stretch I got out the, the baseball for that body. Crutch. One yeah. of yeah. the two
1: baseball bodies. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that
0: or fire
2: hydrant. Right. Yeah. 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 There's, there's there's dad. Dad. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I just, I love the sport very much. I, f- I love going to ball games so much. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, uh, but again, like, you know, I don't follow it. Like I know Mookie. I know a couple of people, you know, the name, you know, a couple oh, the- Dodgers specific names, but I mean, love really it. that's it. My knowledge is very small. I know how to play it, but that's, that's about it.
0: Hey, that's something there, pal. That's, I can work with this, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> I... Want to also know? You know mold you, do you like a fine clay. Yeah, oh for sure, me, daddy. Yeah, uh, I know. Normally, I like to just make this be about whatever the guest wants to share, but <laughs> th- on this episode, I'm I'm putting you in a in a bit of a corner. The mold I want. Yeah. Um. Do you, have you ever played a baseball video game? And if so, do, do any stand out to you at all?
1: Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I definitely have. Um. I wish I could conjure up what that <laughs> was, but. I almost guarantee... Was there a Wii baseball? Like, hitting, there... at least hitting a ball? I mean, well, they, they, on Wii Sports... A, yeah, yeah,
2: the Wii Sports, and then there was a Mario Sluggers. Yes. Okay, as well.
1: I, th- I think I played Wii Sport, the Wii Sports baseball, whatever that game would have been. on the Wii, I don't know if it was on Wii Sports Resort or regular Wii it Sports. It was on the original one. Okay, yeah. Yes. So I, I played that, and... Um, and then you know, just a handful of other random. I I wish I could again. Con- Are
0: we thinking like PS two era? Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and before, like I might yes. have played some Super Nintendo baseball oh, yeah.
2: game and, Ooh, and Ken Griffey Junior.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that sounds right. And then and then um I I vaguely remember playing some maybe more cartoony baseball okay. game. So cool. I don't I I you know I don't know if it was the series you really like the backyard series but yes. i was definitely played something maybe there's like a mickey's baseball or something that i There's played. some
0: silly stuff out there so <laughs> like the so it's certainly possible there is some silly stuff like, uh, yeah. um well, cutting t- insight <laughs> oh Got for it. sure <laughs> yeah that's what the fan you know the listeners come to expect with me um jeremy uh thank you thank you for sharing about you know your hit you don't what baseball, where baseball is to you and other games yeah. you played. Patrick, I'd love to hear from you. What's your relationship like with the sport of baseball?
2: Uh, I, I played t ball when I was very young. Um, Whoa. And, and I was bad at it and didn't <laughs> like it. Nice. Um, no, I mean, it's, uh, and as, as a kid, I wasn't much of uh, an athlete, or at least like not a, a team sports athlete. Yeah. I, I, uh, I swam and I ran. I was going to um, say, you look like you could run track
0: Yeah, or and cross I, country.
2: I cross I was on I was on the cross country team go. um but I, you know and like I've attempted I've attempted to train four marathons before and then chickened out and just done like <laughs> a half um <laughs> which I'm comfortable with those still decisions cool. now it's still it's still cool yeah. um you don't get the same sticker to put on your car but it's still cool <laughs> um and, and, and so I, I wasn't really invested in uh like uh major league baseball growing up or anything like that i grew up in uh wisconsin like on yes. the very on the border of wisconsin and illinois so like the the like overriding sports things that were happening were uh football and basketball especially when um the the bulls were huge right mm. um so like yeah baseball was just you know i i had been to a few a few games when i was a kid but like i didn't really get into it But my girlfriend is a very big Chicago Cubs fan. Uh, Oh, I'm
0: remembering now.
2: Huge Cubs fan, Um, and we lived in Chicago for a while together, and uh, now now we live in Los Angeles. Um, So I have been to many a baseball game with her, Um, and that's always fun. Uh, I feel like sometimes I'm just there so she doesn't get in fights with other people. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You're the rainbow. Yeah, no, and it's it's great because it means you know like. Her being enthusiastic about it is like part of what gets me excited about going to games. But also, like going to a baseball game is great, um, and I love having a big beer and a, a, a veggie dog and like yeah. a big pretzel. Um, a, what a great time!
0: You were the person who told, who originally sang the praises of the veggie dog at Dodger Stadium to me, yes. and so yes. now I've I have spread that as if I've had it. Like I was there <laughs> at a game last Friday. As you know, and I, someone was asking about it, and I was like, I've heard it's actually pretty good. And you could have just lied to me and just spreading that around. Um, Have you ever been to a Brewers game?
2: Yes, yes. Uh, I've been to many Brewers games actually. Um, One one of my uh, best friends in the world, uh, my buddy Pete, um, lives in Milwaukee at at the present. So anytime I'm I'm visiting him, we usually get get out to a a Brewers game. Oh, fun.
0: Yeah. I, I would love to go to a, a game at Miller Park someday. Uh, mm-hmm. It sure would sa- sounds fun to me.
2: Well, so he also that... somehow always gets great fucking seats, oh, and really? I don't know how. Like, he's pulling out the stops for his friend Patrick. Basically. No, I don't think so, because I'm always like, <laughs> I'm always like can can I, uh, you know, can I chip in for the tickets? And he and he's always like, no, don't worry, I didn't really pay for these, and I don't know, I don't know what's <laughs> gonna, maybe he's lying to me, uh, but it's. Yeah, he he pulls some some sort of magic trick. Ooh, that's cool. Um, uh, well, well how about baseball video
0: games, Patrick?
1: <laughs> ever
2: ever one at all? all um, right. I think probably the uh, the <laughs> the baseball game that I uh, put the most time into um, was just baseball on the Game Boy. Um, oh my goodness, is that like, also a launch title? Yeah, that's one of the launch titles. Wow. One of the five launch titles. Um. Uh, yeah it's not it's not good but um you know <laughs> it, it's one of one of the one of the easy like multiplayer games so like oh, yes. when my my friends and I had game boys in like 1990 or 1991 or whatever um, and you know we had those link cables and before you know it those things were necessary when Pokemon came out but before that it was kind of like why have these things at all yeah and it was so we could play game boy baseball with each other wow. um, so yeah put a lot of time into that game um, I I picked up one of the um, MLB The Show games, I think, uh, uh. like, 2019, maybe. Yeah. Um, and uh, with, with, a goal of, with the goal of, like, playing it with Sarah. Um, and she, uh, like, I think played one game and was like, I'm not really interested in this. And I was like, okay, fair enough. And I well. tried playing it by myself and then was like, oh, I'm not interested in this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Uh, 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 otherwise, uh, not... Not, not really. Not, not too many. I, I did mess around, and I wish I could remember the name of it. Um, it's uh, the there's an NES baseball game that's like your robots, um, and it's robots believe, playing baseball.
0: I believe this is a Super Nintendo title uh, called Super Baseball Twenty
2: Twenty. Uh, maybe I feel like it's something different. Uh, oh, Okay, <laughs> maybe I,
1: I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look Super it up. Super Baseball
0: Twenty Twenty is incredible, uh, and. We actually pivoted a Call Me By Your Ball Game episode this summer from just being about a different Super Nintendo game that when I revisited it was not good, Um, and we pivoted to talking about Super Baseball 2020, which is actually very fun
2: arcade craziness. I'm referring to Cyber Stadium, Uh, I just clicked away, Cyber Stadium Series Base Wars is the game that I'm referring to. That sounds uh, pub- like the coolest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, developed by <laughs> Konami under the under the Ultra uh label. Oh. Um it's it's so it's so rad it's got these huge sprites, and uh like when there's a, a conflict at, at at a base, they like get into a fist fight with each other. It's it's super cool. Oh, that's awesome. Can you say the title one more time if you still have it up? Uh it is Cyber Stadium
0: Series Base Wars. That is just incredible um i've got to look this it looks like i'm gonna do another call me by your ball game series <laughs> in 2024 i guess yeah because uh, we'll talk about that super mario sluggers and uh, maybe that's it um very fun uh thank you for walking me down you know your experience with uh relationship to baseball and experience with baseball video games um And I've talked enough about mine on here. I play – I like a lot of baseball video games. I like a lot of arcade stuff that leans simulation. So anything like the show, which I understand is like – which is a simulation baseball game in the sense that like uh, it is trying to simulate playing the sport of baseball. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Um, I like something in between. Um, Maybe someday I'll get into the show and we'll do an episode, but not – This day, Uh, I I
2: found this show to be impenetrable. Um, That there are so Mm -hmm. many, like right at the beginning of the game, it's like okay, uh, there are a couple different things that you do in the game. You know, like pitching, batting, and like there was one other thing that had like multiple different control schemes and multiple different like sort of mini game esque things for like determining your success rate. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just like, what? It's 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 like kind of mind boggling the uh, different things that they make you choose, so that like no two people would be like entering the same inputs to like play the same baseball game
0: yeah it's it's certainly a lot of stuff that i just bounced off of because i also got the only show i've ever played a decent amount in is the show 2019 because uh, that was when i first got a playstation 4 mm-hmm. so i was like of course i'm gonna finally play the show not for me um <laughs> Well, thankfully we're not here to talk about that. Um, we are here yeah. to discuss, I know, just a sigh of relief. Was, not just from Jeremy. I was worried. I
1: don't know.
0: Like, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> um, we're going to be discussing, as I've already said today, uh, the free-to-play uh, game from Nintendo on the Nintendo 3DS that came out all the way back in uh, 2014 in North America, Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Now I want to do a little bit of uh, table setting as we often do on this show and and talk about just what the game is so the listener has a base understanding. Outside of it being a free-to-play baseball video game um, that was only available on the Nintendo eShop uh, and came out in those years, um, there are some other important details of this. Patrick, I think the first time I even heard about it was listening to your show nintendo cartridge society that you and you and mark Mm -hmm. both host um but tell us a little bit about this game like what are some important details we need to know
2: yeah uh, rusty's real deal baseball is one of our uh hobby horses on uh ncs one uh, one of the games that we like to not let fall out of uh our our listeners memory
0: if there were Uh, a mount rushmore of those out rusty's is there
2: star tropics uh-huh. Are there two uh,
0: more you could get on this Mount Rushmore?
2: Yeah, and I, I think they're both uh, 3DS games: uh, the <laughs> Nintendo Badge Arcade and Pocket yes. Card Jockey. Like those yes. are that, that's that's I've never our heard Mount Rushmore. Of
1: that. First one you said, Nintendo Badge Arcade.
2: Nintendo Badge Arcade is a like a claw machine game where you are collecting um uh like little the icons that you can use on your um 3DS menu um and or you can just like collect them as stamps um, and it uses real money uh, and it's hosted by a uh, a, a cartoon rabbit um <laughs> whose name is I think just like the Nintendo badge arcade bunny or arcade bunny or something like that and he's yeah. got a ton of personality um, and will occasionally like bully you for not playing enough. sometimes he's really understanding and sweet um, <laughs> but and, and they they would upload it with like new uh, new like levels that you were like playing in this crane game. Um, and like, it's not, it's not particularly fun, but it did, uh, you know, it was just <laughs> a, a, it's, it's a neat, like Nintendo way to present like just little decorations you're putting on, uh, cool. uh on your, uh,
0: 3DS. There's some similarities for like to this game now, just hearing yeah. a brief description from you. Um, that's incredible. And I'm for you. It would be some something Ross related, of course. Uh, yeah, if probably you just I've had your gross. own fifth spot, I'm sure. Yeah, or
2: like Wario's Woods or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: um, um, but
2: but that's that doesn't describe what this game is at all. It, um, yes, <laughs> Rusty's Real Deal Baseball is a collection of uh, Nintendo or of, of baseball mini games, um, and it's. Uh, all kind of hosted slash curated by a character who's a dog named Rusty Slugger, who's a former ball player, current loser, um father of nine um a from his wife and he's selling you these video game cartridges that you buy with real money <laughs> um and, and when you buy them with real money and you can haggle him down uh, and you can do him favors or you can sort of neg him uh in order to get lower prices actual lower prices with real money um then uh, then you can access these games and the mini games themselves have a surprising amount of depth uh, and uh, it's it is should not be overlooked how how good those are but sort of the main draw here I think is that you play through this whole story mode of helping Rusty turn his his life around get back together with his wife reunite with his kids repair his shop all this stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's got a, just an insanely deep like little story of uh, this great dog. It really is one of the weirdest things I've ever so come bizarre. into <laughs> contact with in
0: my life. Not even video game specific. It's so bizarre how this game, and again speaking from minimal experience, how this game is presented to you, and also how the availability of this game is about to change in less than a year. Um, we'll get into the eShop, uh, stuff, but it is really a spectacle. Um, yeah, the the, we'll, and we'll get into the details of the some of the games too. I, I'm really really excited. But Jeremy, I I want to know from you. Well, a if there's anything else you want to add on top, Jeremy, that details we didn't share, by all means feel free. But what I want to hear from you is, how did you hear about this game slash when did you even get into it?
1: I mean, I heard about it through um, not through any sort of mar- uh, traditional marketing ch- uh, channel, which was, like, r- really weird to me and remains to be this kind of mystery about the game. Like, I heard about it through another video game podcast I was listening oh. to, and they were just singing its praises, and it, was, and, it, and it was already old by the time I heard about it. It was, like, 2016 when I finally downloaded it. And I got into it, and, you know i mean patrick nailed everything about the game i i i just also would add on top that i think it's one of the mo- more exciting things nintendo's even done in like a the last decade and it's like yeah. and no hardly anybody knows about it. it's one of those weird things that like remember when like everyone figured out as a as like a whole society we figured out like oh shadow of the colossus is like art like it, it was like <laughs> not right away it was like at one day, you just went on the internet, and it was like everyone was talking. That still hasn't yeah, first, happened. Yeah, fir-
2: first. it needed to be in that Reign of Fire movie. Yeah. Yes. Rain, rain on me, <laughs> <laughs> rain on me, rain on me, rain on me. Not Reign of Fire. Not. Yeah. <laughs> was not in the, the post-apocalypse dragon with dragons? That's yeah. right.
1: The 9/11 <laughs> movie. Yeah. The 9/11 movie. Movie, and then it was just art all of a sudden, and, and it's true that game is art, but this is to me like that. In in different yeah. ways, but it's as exciting as something like a Shadow of the Colossus. But I still feel like it's an underrated or a hidden gem or something. It, it- also
2: uses the the mini games use the the functionality of a, of the 3ds in a way that no other game does, and in a way that no other like you know, hardware show off uh, kind of uh, software does, right? Like there w- there are always those kinds of games, right? Where you're like, ah, this is obviously built ex- specifically for this platform to show off the unique capabilities. And I don't think anything does it as good as Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Yeah. If Can you pinpoint
0: some of those things for me, Patrick? We've basically, I also I'm cool with having, I feel like we've set the table for this, so we're just kind of getting into it now. So what are some of those things uh, on
2: top of mind for you? So uh, some of the ways that it's it's using the the functionality of the 3DS um, is uh, there are uh, multiple games where you are um, like positioning your glove to catch things Mm. by physically moving the 3DS around in in real space. Uh, So, you know, that's like it's it's accessing the gyroscope Um, this game uh, a a million times more playable with the 3D turned on and turned on like super high because you can actually judge the depth of things as you're like trying to uh, hit a ball that's being pitched at you uh the uh the touch screen controls for the umpire games where where you are calling balls and strikes or where you are uh determining what kinds of pitch was just thrown that's super useful Mm. there to have the the touch screen functionality there and then there's a, a mini game where you are bouncing a ball on on the bat Um, So that employs both the gyroscope for you to like move left and right, uh, you know, where where the the bat is. And then you also have to like flick it up and down um, to actually like bounce the ball on the bat. Like it's so and then there's a bunch of just, you know, normal like button inputs, too. So like it's got the kind of shit that you couldn't do on like a phone or whatever uh, that requires the more like nuanced uh, button Mm -hmm. and D-pad controls in addition to all this other shit. And the 3D is super, like I said, uh, like, necessary to play these games. I got to play the
0: beginning of this game on both a 2DS XL and a 3DS XL. And I can just throw my weight behind what you said about how the this is one of those games where the 3D, like, uh, I guess, uh, ability of the console is so important. And it feels very different playing it on a 2DS XL. Um, yeah, I'm sure. So... Gosh, it's it's really fantastic, and, and thank you for detailing that for us. But, but Patrick, I also want to hear from you. How did you discover this game, if you remember? And like,
2: and and tell me a little bit about your just base experience. So my, I, I, I geez, I don't know how I heard about the game, but I, I was, I was there day one on this thing. My um, gosh, because there's, I feel like. You were there day one on like the
0: Bible, like you're. I, <laughs> <laughs> when I, when were you
1: there day one on the Bible, Patrick?
0: <laughs> I was. You look good, by the way. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. For however old. The, the that Bible? Is.
2: Yeah. No. It's thank you, thank you. Well, you know, it's. Uh, I just, you know, wash my face and. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, Moisturize. That's incredible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I I was there. I was there day one. Um, but I didn't. I wasn't immediately in love with it. Um, mm-hmm. Like it, it took uh it took like putting it down uh you know walking away from it um and like actually digging into it like years later um and possibly you know after hearing people talking about it on a podcast be like this game's really good um i I was mostly interested in it for the weird way in which you buy the games piecemeal um and have to haggle with a a robot dog to get a (laughs) lower price in the real world um uh, but the game is so much more than that, um, mm-hmm. and it, it took it took me like it, probably two years to d- discover that there was a, a real game in here that was worth engaging with, and uh, tons of great mini games that are not all great, but like uh, that most of them are like genuinely fun. I love it. Uh, have
0: you? I I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, which you think I would because I listen to every episode of your podcast. Wow, um, and Thank I do Jeremy's you. too.
1: I do Jeremy's too. Okay, to <laughs> okay, I'm back. I was out for a second. Oh <laughs> god, back.
0: I know how to yeah. get you back, pal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know you. You and Mark obviously, and uh, we'll pour one out for Mark. Mark couldn't be here today. We love you, love you, pal. Yeah, he's not dead. No, he's not. He's, he's not flying. dead. He's just he's flying.
1: Mark, yeah. if you're listening, I'm going to ask you a third time if you want to do our Xbox 360 Space Solace. He just can so do you know, it. I've Ooh. done it twice. Oh, and he yeah, was, you he, moved he, it? He was gone. Bo- well, yeah. we, we moved it because uh, other people were gone too. So it wasn't mm. just Mark. But I bet Mark kind of might be thinking it's just because of him. Because it's just like, <laughs> just kidding, I moved it. Can you do it now? Just kidding, I moved it. Can you do it now? <laughs> you got to do that with
0: your big celeb guests. Yeah, let them believe it. Let them believe he's it. He's a get? big get um so I know that you two have discussed this game it's come Mm -hmm. up a lot have you done any like how has Rusty's been featured on your show Uh, this is me just asking not for the podcast but to remember
2: yeah (laughs) um I mean it is it is mostly uh, it's popped up a couple times just in the like what we've been playing segment that like one of us gets the itch and is just like I'm gonna play Rusty for a while and then like you know it it always triggers the other person to uh, get into it there um and then you know be, because we do so many episodes that are like uh connor you said it you said it best there's a lot of silly stuff out there a lot of silly yeah. stuff out there <laughs> some, of, of stuff. some of our episodes uh, fall under that category of silly stuff um but so like you know if we are uh you know casting the phantom of the opera with nintendo characters which is something that we've done before um <laughs> you know may, maybe rusty is going to show up you know playing uh playing the phantom who knows yeah
0: uh, that that now that you're saying that that rings a bell and I know I listened to that episode from start to finish having no knowing nothing about the Phantom of the Opera I was like yeah I'm, I'm in let me let me hear it <laughs> well um, that wasn't that wasn't the only
2: I think we did a bunch of musicals uh, in, in that episode yes
0: okay that make that makes sense um well now that we've not only set the table but talked a little bit about our base experiences with the game well I guess I haven't done that yet. Yeah, Connor, what's your
2: experience with this game?
0: This is a game where I I think I want to say that I did not download this game until a month or two ago when I was genuinely having a hard time coming up with a fourth and final episode for the Call Me By Your Ball Game series. Cyber Um, Stadium series, Base Wars. Yes, which obviously just totally missed the boat on that one. Um, that'll 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 be to come, but I was having trouble finding something that wasn't you know, incredibly similar or unique enough to do as much as there's plenty of good to solid or interesting baseball games out there, but I wanted something more unique. So I downloaded this and because I have honestly had heard you talk so much about it, Patrick, and got into it a little bit. I kept bumping up against, um, like like connection issues with my 2DS XL which I realized was just because I needed to do a system update yes. so my experience is I've really only played the first mini game and the demo version of it but I did get to experience the haggling the bringing my me into the game the picking one of the children to be to be <laughs> your like liaison between mm-hmm. you and Rusty at times and um, and really, only got a sampling of it. But you know, since now we are in this this weird time, this 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 uh, dwindling time, where uh, the eShop is still open on both the 3DS and the Wii U, but you cannot add money using uh, credit or debit cards. You can only add money, I believe, using a Nintendo gift card
2: or correct Not, me if I'm no, wrong. No, no, no longer. You, you cannot do, you cannot do it that way anymore. Now, if you are adding, uh, funds to your, uh, to the, the eShop, you have to do it through the Switch and make sure that your accounts are okay. linked. Okay. Okay. There wow. we go.
1: Yeah. So I, th- so this is actually what prompted me to jump on my 3DS. I guess it was a few months back. It was mm-hmm. this year though, right? Where they shut yep. it, shut it down. Yeah. So I, 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 I had been, I was like halfway through whatever you would want to call the campaign of Rusty's. Uh, and this was coming down the pipe. And I was like, you know what? I, I do not want to be locked out of this particular game. Yeah. So it's actually what prompted me to turn it back on and Ooh. finish the whole campaign and get all of the cartridges before it was going to be a super hassle for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, the, the, a sad thing about this is that in I don't know six months time because I think it's shutting down in March. I want to say, that's um, that's
2: the the current intelligence. Yes.
0: Ugh, um the current intelligence. I well, and like the,
2: the the thing is like you really, you know, unlike any any other game that's on the the 3DS uh like ver, ver, uh, you know the the 3DS eShop um you can't wait till the last minute and be like ah shit I should buy that um because like you have to progress through the game in order to purchase more of the games in right. the game so like um you you want to give yourself a little time in order to like get through these things yeah it's a uh, it's it's sure
0: Bizarre. There's there's a lot that's going to disappear mm-hmm. off of both of these e shops uh, in five months time from now. But this is one of those that I actually feel a sense of urgency to a- add money to my Switch e shop. Yes, <laughs> uh, on my same profile yeah. and download or start buying these games and playing through them in order to get the rest of them. And because I think. In the game, they every game starts at four dollars, which you could just purchase from Rusty. I wanna say let's in fact I have got it up here. There are uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine mini games, I believe, that you can
1: play in the I thought there were ten. I I, I thought if, if are there you ten cartridges?
0: Oh, maybe there maybe there is like, very possible
2: yeah there's there 10. 10 there, there oh, okay. there's 10 and 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 uh they yeah they they list for four bucks a pop but you can get him you can get them down to like you you can get all the games for like 15 bucks total or something yeah. something it's like a that. buck
1: 50 I think per yeah. game that's the lowest you can haggle them down to which is sort of a spoiler like because like you gotta remember too like when you're first running this game on say so you haven't heard everything about it. like I think I just heard there's haggling right yeah so that's okay. There's haggling, but I remember like being like, I don't want to hear anymore. I just want to I, now. I want to experience this. I want to see what this yes. is like. You don't actually know if there's a bottom or or a mid. Like like I remember I bought a game once at two ten, two dollars and ten cents. It's like I don't know if I could haggle them lower. I don't know how. I'm wasting donuts <laughs> here. I don't know what to do. You know, like so. There's the met sort of the meta of playing through that haggling is like. Is you know learning to understand the game. Now we've just spoiled it for everybody. It's a dollar fifty. You can get, you can always get them down to a yeah. dollar fifty. But you know they you got to figure,
2: figure out. you got to figure out how though. How and it's to al- do it's, it. Yeah. It's always funny too. Like. Mm. um the thing that's the visual image that stands out from this game for me always is uh, Rusty's nose hair nose hairs yeah his it's nose good. hairs and you got to give him those like yellow clippers so he can uh, trim his nose hairs yeah uh, and then he'll feel so much better that he uh, <laughs> you know lowers <laughs> lowers the price on a game uh, yeah I mean it, it it's all it's all fun and funny and mm-hmm. like it's just great to see all those things play out. Yeah. It's it's one of those things, too, where I don't know if it's because I'm a freak or I
0: love baseball or it's the combination of my baseball and video game interests colliding, but I am extremely willing to pay whatever it takes to get all of these mini games before this leaves – officially leaves the eShop because it's weird because I have the game on my 3DS and my 2DS, but you do need to access the eShop in order to buy them, so – it's yeah. weird and, to like and to see actually
2: them. download them too. Like yeah. I, I believe they're not actually in the package until you down cuz it goes through a thing. It's not just downloading the keys, like it's downloading the game. Yeah.
0: yeah. So that man, that 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 will probably continue to come up through this episode. But as we're, you know, getting Connor, into are, you, so, sorry, yeah. are
2: are you sorry, are are you aware what happens if you do pay full price for all the games?
0: No. No, not at all.
2: Okay. So um, through the through the course of the of, of the game and like uh, helping Rusty out and like haggling with him and stuff, you improve his life, right? Um, so like you, you get him back together with his uh, with his wife, <laughs> or is she really just like comes home, she, she's not actually mad at him. Yeah, she just <laughs> Yeah. um but like all of this terrible stuff happens to him the shop burns down he rebuilt a new <laughs> shop. like it's it's there's there's it, there's this whole drama that plays oh my out my god good shit yeah it's great shit like mm-hmm. it's absolutely worth uh like experiencing uh not just for the fact that you pay you know 25 fewer dollars but just that the game itself is fun yeah. um but if if you pay full price for everything um, a character by the name of Pappy Van Poodles appears <laughs> and uh, just like helps Rusty out himself. So, like, you are no longer Rusty's savior. It's now this dude, Pappy Van Poodle. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. That's brutal. Well,
2: when I Googled the game to just pull up the Wikipedia
0: like hours ago, uh, when I, the first, I want to say one of the top results when you Google Rusty's Real Deal Baseball is Pappy Van Poodle just on the yes. end of that.
2: Um, well, because and there's there's a story behind this that um pappy Van that the the game was out for uh, you know a couple years um when some youtuber who i think ended up being like kind of a piece of shit so i don't want to like uh shout him out a but, youtuber uh, i don't know yeah, if i buy yeah. that no <laughs> believe it connor believe it um <laughs> that he he had to, he did this bought all the games at full price and saw uh pappy Van Poodle. Um, and uh so he did like a a google search to see if pappy van poodle uh had been documented anywhere by anyone and at that time there there was no entry anywhere on on any wiki um seemingly this character in a first party nintendo game was wholly undocumented on the internet um which is insane (laughs) that's Uh, wild it's wild uh but you know since then obviously everyone has learned about pappy van poodle uh, or at least it has been documented, and, and now we are uh, passing that knowledge
1: on to a, a new audience. But that's what wow. I'm saying. It's like it, this game, I feel like w- I, it'd be so interesting to have a conversation with any exec at Nintendo when this yes. game came out at the time, because I want to notice what they thought of this thing. It, it almost seemed like they were trying to bury it. They were just like, get it out. Don't no No, 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 no. It's like, it's like they didn't like first party Nintendo stuff typically has a lot more of a groundswell behind it than I remember this having. This had this had nut no, this had nothing. It was like kind of people I think people thought it was like a free to play like almost like shareware yeah, type thing. Yeah. They didn't un- like and it's so and like you said like it's not just that it's like very funny and meta and has this haggling um mechanic that's so great but it's also like the games are like super fun and they keep surprising you and there's so many there's like twice as many as you think there should be for a game that even costs 15 dollars you know
2: yeah well and like because there are the 10 cartridges right but most of those cartridges contain five different games that are all like pretty discreet like pretty pretty different um and then there's like I forget what they call them the the special versions or like the, the pro the challenge versions yeah um, on like the second page that each of those mini games has like a harder version of it that's tweaked just enough so that it feels like a different game and there are the like the the rally or like the derby whatever um, two of those for each cartridge yeah. as well so there's ultimately like essentially twelve little games in each of these ten cartridges there's 120 goddamn games in this thing is what I'm saying
1: a ton yeah and they scale like each one of them scales like to five different levels of difficulty. Yep. It's yeah, it it's really cool and like like I had never because I played through the campaign there's a, there's still like maybe five four or five cartridges I've never touched, right? Oh, on, yeah. on on Rusties. Because it's like there's so much stuff there and mm-hmm. and I'm going through them linearly or whatever so i just got to all of the catching mini games last night Oh, they're oh. so good they're and, so good i'm like that's my new favorite stuff in this game is the catching stuff like it's so great like
2: have have you done the the umpire stuff no oh my god it's so good you're just calling balls and strikes oh that's so great like, and it's it's all like touch screen so just you know ball strike foul and uh dead ball when they get beamed oh um, that's and great so you're just watching it happen like from yeah. the umpire position uh and it's just super i don't know there's, there's something like so zen about it where you just like mm-hmm. get into a flow state of like just calling balls calling strikes yeah i just in my
0: inner core i've always hated umpires but hearing this i'm there's no game i want to play more that exists <laughs> yeah it's <is> great <laughs>
1: yeah I'm gonna have to do this. Uh, The the catching stuff too, like you said. Like I love the gyroscope stuff where you're like looking Mm -hmm. up at the. I mean, that's that's sort of the last stuff I played before this show um, was getting into all that. And like, it just it it just feels really really nice in the hands. I mean, I I I don't know. Like, yeah, it it huge huge like huge. Just there's Mm -hmm. big a lot of question marks for me around this game. Like like how is this not more? of a bigger deal, more exciting. I feel well, like, I th- oh, yeah, go, go for ahead, it, Patrick. No, you go, go. Con. I was just going
0: to say, I, I, from my brief experience playing it and just understanding what it is, it feels like something that will be, continue to grow as far as like a cult, like remembrance status, because it's, it's unfortunately not even just something, maybe there's a way to emulate this and people have like figured that out. So people could Ooh. play it someday, but the access to it is about to disappear. So I don't know. The legend may grow is what is all I had to think.
1: Yeah. There's, there's very few, I feel like there's very few instances of like games getting completely locked out of like where you can't even, and this seems like it's going to be one of them because. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and, and, and I feel like that is a Nintendo thing though. Right. Um, like, you know there there's a third um, uh famicom detective club game that was mm-hmm. exclusive to the uh um the Satellaview Ditto the uh uh mm. the, the remake of the original Legend of Zelda that mm. um, in in the Link to the Past engine also Satellaview um yeah. games that are just physically unplayable uh because the servers don't exist uh, any, anymore so like yeah, I, I, I fully expect that uh, when the eShop, like, goes down, uh, then it's just a matter of time before all the 3DSs die, and then we can never play this game again.
1: Oh, terrible.
0: Gosh, that's, uh, that's depressing, and it is sure to come. <laughs> it, is, it is I, sure to come.
1: <laughs> I, I, I really liked the 3DS. I mean, we talked about it yep. a lot on our shows, Connor, like, just kind of recently. We, like, kind of did our big episode on the 3DS. I, I've always thought the 3DS was really special. I, I really... I, it really spoke to me for whatever reason. Um, do you guys have any other 3DS exclusive digital games that you that you know are going away that you really love in Walker? I know. you mentioned Pocket Card Jockey before. Yeah, um, Pocket Card Jockey is a, a an absolute. Oh, we've got the 3DS out. What model I, know, I, got out God, I got too. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some Rex myself at some point in this episode.
2: Uh, well, Nintendo Badge Arcade is already shut down, basically. So oh. that's uh, un- unfortunately um, one that's just lost to to the ages. But uh, yeah, I mean, po- Pocket Card Jockey. You get you guys are familiar with Pocket Card Jockey, yeah? Just yeah. really from
0: hearing you talk about
2: it. <laughs> it's it's horse racing where you control the horses by playing uh, small hands of solitaire. It's that's perfect. incredible. <laughs> yeah,
1: I bought this. Um, I bought a I bought a handful of stuff before the before the shop went away and that's that's one of them so I'm glad I got that.
2: Um, the the pickcross 3d games uh, they may be available on um, on, on carts um, but Picross 3d uh, pickcross 3d round 2 is incredible. Um, it's uh, Picross but in a 3d space so you're like actually uh, like moving the camera around and like chipping away oh. at, uh, blocks in 3d space that's so cool. Uh, also, just as long as I'm talking Picross, um, the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess Picross, yes. which you mm. can't buy. You have to use platinum points with your My Nintendo account to buy it. Um, <laughs> so just one more one oh, more man. fucking hoop there. That's great.
0: It's so funny that they would l- – it's, it's very much, unfortunately, a Nintendo thing, and it is not surprising to me that we are – really on this big topic right now which is the it's not even an elephant in the room we're all sitting on the elephant at this point of knowing these things are coming to um they're coming to an end um but just yeah thinking about um all of what we're about to lose access to is devastating because like a one as far as as far as i go i have discovered i'm late to a lot of I am late to consoles often. I am late to games. It is fun to discover things that used to exist that you can eventually play, whether you're buying an old game on eBay or emulating something. And it bumps me out to know that like there's a lot that will start to be lost. Um, not only that, but uh, this is such a bigger topic at this point. But thinking about how games... Because Patrick, I heard you... I think it was you and Mark were discussing um, how now... Like, there's more content coming to Strikers with, like, Diddy Kong and Daisy and how, oh, now it's actually feeling more like a complete game. But in the future, if someone buys an old Nintendo Switch and is like, I'd like to play that soccer game, once the Switch's servers are shut down, like, is that game just going to be whatever launch version it is? Like Yeah, it's, great question. Who it's knows? It's depressing to think. And this, th- I mean, the 3DS stuff just spirals into that.
2: Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. J- Jeremy, did you have other uh, other um, like uh, uh, digital exclusive 3DS games you want to shout out?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I yeah, uh, there's first of all, there's like these great old game ports that are ported in 3D on the 3DS. Like yes. Kirby Adventure is on, in 3D, which is like the supreme way to play Kirby's Adventure is on this. Also. Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus three D. It's so, it's like the only way to play yeah, it. It's and so it's great.
2: They fix the game, um, and <laughs> it, it's it, you know like the the visuals are great and whatever like it does that it does that trick incredibly well. Um, but the fact that it adds, uh, you can just like continue to tap the jump button as Pit like descends yes. to slow his fall, and yeah. it makes all of the platforming doable. Yeah. Arguably not doable <laughs> in the original release, but um, but like yeah.
1: you can see, there's an amazing game in there now that they yes. just tweaked those few things. Yeah. And then, uh, like, I have a, I have a copy of 3D Gunstar Heroes. Like, that's oh, yeah. Gunstar awesome. Heroes is like a classic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two Ace Attorney games that are digital only that are that are gonna mm. go away. There's Dual Destinies, and then there's Spirit of Justice. I'd recommend. Yep. Um, I don't know if this game got a physical release, but like, if you're a big fan of like the rhythm heaven games, there's Rhythm Thief on the 3DS, yep. which I got digitally. Um, some of the some of the stuff I also got digitally was because like the 3DS prices are like astronomical right now. It's like for for games. So like yeah. Monster Hunter Stories is one that I was that I wanted to get before it went away and then like some Shin Megami Tensei stuff. But digital only, we've got Crimson Shroud, which is this like amazing like our dice roll RPG game. We have uh Liberation Maiden, which is I think <sighs> Ooh, done that? by the same guy who made like Um, It's not the guy who made Seaman. It's the guy who made, I don't know, one of these, like, maverick Japanese, like, developer developer types. We got Harmo Knight. We got Pushmo.
2: Pushmo. uh,
1: And and Dylan's Rolling Western, The Last Ranger.
2: And Dylan's Dead Heat Racers, too. Both of them. Yes. Yeah. You
0: guys could be making up half these and I wouldn't know it
1: They're they're all just like these These uh, exclusive to 3DS Have never been moved over Shockingly I, I wanted to do this For the Wii U as well because that's another eShop That was going away um, n- Hardly any wii u exclusive digital only mm. games like i think there's there's one like mario versus donkey like mini mario game right with that, that like uh
2: tipping stars or because that that's also on 3ds too though
1: yes right yeah and i th- i think so i think there's they share some real estate there but then it's like you know i got on the wii u and just bought the zeldas like the hd zeldas that was yeah. what i you know that and now there was really nothing else. i mean there's there's virtual console stuff but the Wii U's virtual console really stinks so it's hard you know except it's got Game Boy Advance games it does have Game Boy Advance games and, and which I you know and so you can go get your Metroids and your and your, uh, and, your, Advanced and, your Wars and your
0: Fire and Emblems it, yeah, yeah. yeah I just want to express this now before I lose the platform entirely and that is that it always bothered me that they didn't release Game Boy Advance games on the 3DS virtual console so I nuts don't yeah, it's, which it's is crazy. funny because they had
2: that program for the early yes, adopters the ambassador program so it's that possible. Included those those metroid games
0: it's also it's them just saying no to more money too i don't
1: i would anyway. have bought every game, every like great first party nintendo game i would have bought it on my 3ds because i loved my 3ds being like a one-stop shop for like yes. a lot of old retro handheld games so like like i have like super mario land 2 donkey kong 94 like Links Awakening DX, like I love playing them on my 3DS. That's like the perfect upgraded way to do it. So g- if the GBA games were on there for sale, it, it's de- it definitely beats out charging my Wii U gamepad and then yeah, totally. And then plugging it in and then taking that in my room or whatever, pretending it's a. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting worked up over here. Um, I do <laughs> well. There's oh, God, there, there's there,
2: there there are more there are more that I want to shout out. Um, yeah. Oh so please. Th- these are technically the uh, uh, D- DSIware um, uh, oh, releases, yes. but the the uh, the releases of the Game and Watch games. They did like a Game and Watch library, um, <laughs> uh, including um, Donkey Kong Jr., including uh, Manhole Vermin, um, Mario Cement Factory, some like some like oh, deeper cuts in there. Um, those are all gonna go away when yeah. when the shop closes down. Uh, the uh, in the Virtual Console, they they released the mysterious Murasame Castle yes. on, uh, on on 3ds. Um, that you can't really play that anywhere else. Um, the the third path through Fire Emblem Fates um, yes. is downloadable only. that's um, right. <laughs> so we're gonna lose that oh, too. Oh no! Like
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh god.
2: It's. I mean, it's it, it's it's a nightmare. Um, yeah, it, it's we, we lose so much when the uh, 3DS eShop closes down.
0: Gosh, it's and there's no way that there'll ever just be like, well, more people should be able to play these. So here they are available somewhere else or on what on
2: what hardware what hardware can run a dual screen game where the bottom screen is a touch screen and the top screen is in 3d like the, that hardware yeah. doesn't exist yeah it's. Yeah. and i it's don't know if bummer. you guys have
1: tried to emulate ds or 3ds games i have but, uh, it is a total bummer to try to do it <laughs> like like there, there there's a way to do it on your pc where you basically can use your mouse as the touch screen for the bottom screen and that works Okay. Okay. Yeah. But it's like it takes the like it removes like a lot of the charm, uh, all the charm from it. Um, I don't know. Uh, there is a g- apparently a pretty good 3ds emulator for the Steam Deck that'll allow you to use like the the your your, your well you know TV as a top screen and then the Steam Deck as the bottom screen. Um, I, I
2: don't know why the Switch isn't doing this right now. Why they yeah. haven't figured out how to just yeah. like hook it up so that it's running the bottom screen on the thing in your hand and then like casting to your TV for the top screen. Yeah, uh, it's outrageous cool. to me that, that yeah. the Switch can't do that.
1: They Capcom did port a, a few DS games in, in one of the Mega Man packages. And yeah. I don't remember how they handled that because I didn't play them on, on... But I... Does anyone? I Do any you yeah, guys I, know, I know how either. they
0: handle? Them? Hmm. Be something no. to look at. Um, man, there's a there's a whole just wave of depression that's about to just wash <laughs> over all of us. Um, but uh, what oh, no,
1: I, uh, I can't play Pushmo. Everybody <laughs> in their
0: house is,
2: No, I want to play Pushmo World on my Wii U. <laughs> uh,
0: a very a warranted uh, desire by any who has it. Um, I do want it's, to. Uh,
2: Sorry, just one more so, thing that, that no, we lose please, when both please. of these e- eShop shut down uh, is uh, I, I know you can get the disc, but the disc is hard to come by. The Metroid Prime Trilogy is available uh, to buy digitally. Oh, that's on, right. On the Wii U.
1: Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's a that's a great. Um, I didn't know they yeah.
0: even made a disc for e- that. Even at Oh, six- yeah.
1: Oh yeah, they definitely. Yeah, even at sixty dollars, I think I don't know how much they're charging on the uh, it's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks. Just That's the a freaking steal! Yeah. I, it just, I don't know if you guys have ever tried to do Wii stuff on your Wii U. It's just like it's a. It's bummer. a pain in the butt. Yeah, it's, it's dark. It like they th- for yeah. some reason the Wii U emulates everything like with a gray sort of fog over it, which is yeah less yeah. than ideal, but.
2: And it, then you got to dig out that um, that sensor bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know <laughs> it's somewhere with yeah. eight miles of cable wrapped around it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I've noticed that by playing games on the Wii U and, like, like playing Skyward Sword or something. And I'm like, I'm using the HDMI cable. Shouldn't this be good? And it's like, no, yeah. it just doesn't no. look no, it's not. good. Um, I do want to pivot us back to Rusty. Um, sure because <laughs> outside of you know the haggling, which we've gone over, the fun story stuff with his wife and his kids, um, I want to get into some more details of the game. Especially, uh, I do want to spend a little bit of time uh, to hear from you two on the mini games um, themselves, because that was something that, outside of the charm and the fun of the haggling and and the, the other details I've laid out. Just playing that first mini game, I couldn't believe how much fun I was having, and that's what sold me to want to play more and shell out coinage for this stuff. <laughs> I specifically like just the bat and switch mini game, which, again, like you were, what one of you was uh, detailing, has many different modes and versions of the game itself. I, as a some, a fan of baseball and someone who likes a baseball game. I was so drawn to it. Um, I don't know if it was just the sound of the different sounds of how well you hit a the ball. The crack and, of the bat. Yes.
1: Yeah. It, it, and it's so like crowd goes, <laughs> the, the incredible
0: thing to me is that it sounds like an old, like crappy aluminum bat that someone, some kid would have had in like the '90s or 2000s, not like the good stuff now. So I was blown away by that. I I did want to leave some space for either of you two to share about. The mini games and uh, the games themselves, and any that stand out to you.
1: I I was playing one last night that was really speaking to me, and it's the one where it's a. I guess it's like a. There, there's a series of these where it's like a huge stack of tires, and each tire has the uh, button uh, letter on it, corresponding to what you need to push to hit that tire at a UFO. This is called Drop and Pop. Is drop the, and is, Pop. Yeah. And, and I kept getting B-ranked on it, even though I was going like, I was so many tires ahead of yes. them falling, because they, the demand there for you is to be so much faster than you think you need to be, and that one was really, it was scratching some sort of OCD itch I really liked, where I was like, oh man, and I, it was so fun to just like... Because if you accidentally tap the button twice, even if the, it hasn't fall in yet, it will j- it will screw you up. So you have to hit yeah. the right button combination mm. in order to beat it, and it's it's great.
2: <laughs> uh, j- Jeremy, what what hardware are you playing on? Can I can I see your 3ds?
1: Yeah, it's a it's one of the new ex- the new 3ds XLs. XLs. Yeah. Uh,
2: so I'm I'm playing on uh, the just the new non XL. Oh great! Um, yeah. the, the the Super Mario, uh, new Super Mario Bros. 2. Oh, edition. I oh, see, see it now. Like Beautiful. The, yeah.
1: You could probably sell that for three thousand dollars. I could, <laughs> but I never will. <laughs> yeah. I will be buried
2: with this thing. Um, the <laughs> the tires, you know, they have like a a letter corresponding to the button that you're supposed to push, but they also correspond with the colors of the buttons oh. that that's are cool. oh, that are the uh, uh, the Super Famicom. Um, colors that are only on uh the new 3ds non-xl version everything else just has gray buttons
1: that's such a bummer yeah i mine has black buttons but if you see closely i don't know if you can see the the actual lettering inside Uh, the button is is colored but you can't that's not big beautiful color that you can see so that's uh yeah no me and connor actually funny story we got extremely lucky in 2020 uh was it 2021, maybe? It, it was 2021. We
0: fleeced a couple of brothers. Oh! There was a bro. There was Mario and Luigi, knew, and they and both <laughs> fleeced. I mean, they offered us a surprise for the 3 dss and we bu- these did
1: guys it. had never touched their new Nintendo 3ds XL. Oh my god! And they were just like, yeah, what do you? Fifty bucks? Like, I don't know, whatever. And we, me and Connor, were just like, yes, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, sure. Um, I
2: mean, I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: so now we have like, and it was great because my I only had a regular 3ds. Um, XL, and it was really showing its age by at yeah. that uh, by mm-hmm. that year. And the 3D has always sucked on those original. Totally. Yeah. So the 3D is yeah. so much better on these new Nintendo 3D. Uh, yeah. I yeah.
0: had never played. I mean, I had only ever had 2DS consoles. I had the doorstop 2DS, which yeah. you can see, yeah, which witch. you can see right here with the red mm. side, and then I had oh, the yeah. the first 2DS XL they released, which was I think like turquoise and black. So that blew my mind to throw in, like, a game like Ocarina of Time 3D in that bad boy and really see what it could do. I was like, mm. again, I'm late to everything, and that was another example.
1: I was kind of late to that game, though, too. I, I was late to both that and um, Majora's Mask, and I got to play them on the 3DS XLs, and, and they just, like, I had, experience is crazy. It's yeah,
0: really great. I had played them both multiple times on a 2DS and still felt like <laughs> yeah. doing it for the first time. It was nuts. Um, yeah. So, Jeremy, you highlighted...
2: Drop and pop Patrick is there are there a couple you'd like to give some shine to uh, well drop and pop is is an all timer it's so it's so good the uh, the the game where you are hitting the the tires at the UFOs mm-hmm. and some of them are high and some of them are low <laughs> yeah. and to hit high you have to like hit two tires like right in in like consecutively is uh, is super cool um, I mentioned uh, the the umpire one it's called make the call I'm um, fascinated by this idea. It's so good. I mean, it's just it's it's just so much fun. Like that, the they take like every possible angle to baseball and like gamify it. Yeah, or, like mini gamify it. Um, let's see what what else is really fun. Uh, the volley bats is is cool. You're controlling two. Uh, Two players and they're just like batting the ball back at each other, yeah. um, and sometimes Whoa. you know depending on where uh, in your swing the the ball hits, like that determines the height of the ball. So there will be like rings that you have to like uh, oh. pass the ball through and stuff it's like that.
1: It's at some point at some point they start throwing footballs in there, yep, which respond so <laughs> differently to regular balls.
2: Um, there's uh oh there there's the the bat carving game. Have either have either of you played this? No. Uh, so this is, this actually speaks to one of the things that I, I think that the game is so strong, one of the areas where the game is so strong, but that it, it is uh, not apparent uh, in your first several hours of gameplay that, like, sort of everything is connected. Um mm. In, in in the Batmaster game where you can you can carve your own bat and it's like a touch screen um, there's like a, a piece of wood on a lathe right like spinning around and you uh, like control this little like chisel um, and you like carve out the shape of a bat and the heavier the bat the slower it swings if it's too uh, you know if it's like lumpy like it has different physical characteristics hmm. and then you can bring that bat into all of the other games. Wow.
1: Oh that's cool.
2: So like it's all unified and as as you are um as you are getting uh the like A class scores in the like the, the, the rallies in each of the games, you get new costumes that your character can wear. Um so like I'm rocking this Martian look right now. I'm gonna oh, show yeah, you guys see that guy. the, you see you see that Martian, see that yellow, like
1: oh, crazy demon face right gorgeous. there? That's awesome. Um
2: and so there's uh, you know, two of those per game. So there's like, you know, I don't know, like a two dozen uh like additional costumes that you can wear um and like that those are that changes what you look like when you're playing these games I don't know yeah. it's just it's there there are so many different ways that they feed into each other and uh, like just seeing your little report card fill up with those like baseballs as you are like adding yes. to it and they're all different colors cuz they all come from different games um I don't know it's just it's just a really
0: special experience. Speaking of the costumes you're talking about, a detail I noticed, I picked up on was the ability to, you know, cuz as you're you're bribing Rusty to haggle with these with these prices, like I got a pompadour haircut, that I then realized is something that's going to go on this like like divorced loser. Yeah, that's And right. it was so funny to me and charming that you can shape how he looks um Gosh, that it's—it is crazy to me that this little—that this game exists, and it only exists in this form. Uh, it feels like we won't see anything like it, at least in the
2: near future. It's, yeah, I don't, I, I, don't expect to.
0: Um, is there, you know, as we sort of like, you know, start to wind down, I do want to leave open to either of you two. Is there an aspect or two about this game, whether it's a small detail? or a feature that we haven't even talked about that you'd like to highlight maybe
2: uh patrick i'll start with you uh well just we haven't we haven't mentioned the ultra machine just yet <laughs> um which uh, it, it plays an insanely big part in this game um so the, the ultra machine was um a, a toy developed by nintendo uh i believe in, initially in the 60s and then re-released in the 70s um as like the Ultra Machine Two or the Super Ultra Machine or something like that, um, that was uh, like a, a pitching toy that would pitch um, like wiffle balls for you know kids to hit with uh, with bats, um, and all of the pitchers in this game are human beings with Ultra Machines for heads, <laughs> <laughs> which is horrifying, <laughs> yeah. um, but is is really really funny.
0: I think I missed the because I'm aware of the Ultra Machine. I, I've listened to. Uh, a, a podcast that really dove into Nintendo's like pre-video game history and all the toys and stuff they made and Hanafuna and all that. Yeah, I just didn't know. I didn't put two and two together in this game. It, yeah, it may present it with you, or, and I may have forgotten.
2: I I I, I don't remember. I I. Get excited whenever I see the Ultra Machine, yeah, because uh, you know it's in like a, it's a Smash Brothers trophy and all that kind of stuff. Um, so like they they do throw and they're like appear in WarioWare games and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I I love seeing it here as the head of uh, some NPCs. Psychotic,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, is there a detail or like a big feature we haven't highlighted that you'd like to take some time to shout out?
1: I'm trying to think of something like we haven't highlighted. I mean. I guess, like, you know, I, I we talked a lot about how wonderful maybe the, like the haggling mechanic is, but we haven't really talked about like just also how subversive the weird story with Rusty <laughs> is. That like, yes, Nintendo. I don't know. I would more put Rusty in like a Wario camp than like oh. a, than like a regular first party Nintendo game because it's like. He's a he's a he's depressed. He's like admittedly a depressed character mm-hmm. and for you to succeed in the game, you make him more depressed as the game goes on. He gets worse off and worse off and more <laughs> sad and more sad. And it's so funny, but it's also just so unlike Nintendo to yeah. have a character like this or to be dealing with themes of divorce and like uh I don't know, like child, child support, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> child abandonment and stuff and like and I I don't know. It's it's a game that that also like had this really Kind of brilliant con- uh comment on like m- the beginning of microtransactions and like yep. turn microtransactions into art this is that these really aren't microtransactions, but they're 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 it's it's weirder. They're like posed as microtransactions. Yes. But it really they, is they're
2: performative microtransactions. Yeah,
1: but you really are just in buying the game. And yeah. it's not like a microtransaction where you would buy something to perhaps maybe like win the game that's very unsatisfying. This is you're just buying more levels, more things to do more things to complete the game. So I think, I think that to me is what, what, what really, I think it's, it's there. There are two aspects of the game that I just hasn't, you've never seen done again, which is like, which is like very weird that we haven't seen more. And maybe there's some steam stuff out there that maybe plays with the form like this, but, uh, but not to my knowledge, this is really all, you know, as far as I know, um, where they gamify the interface of you giving money to a company is but like not
2: but not in a way that's designed to make you pay them more money right like right. I, I feel like that's always the thing with microtransactions is that like if it is gamified or like if you are rewarded in any way it's to make you feel like you should be spending even more money and this game is the opposite right yeah. like it's it's more fun to pay less money
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the gu- the goal is to pay less money so it's like yeah yeah, so it's it's a weird it's just like a weird Yeah, it's it's yeah, it it's very strange and I and I guess it's like it's like Nintendo you can just see like when they're when they're firing on all cylinders like what they can be capable of doing and like I just feel like and of course Nintendo's doing brilliant shit all the time. Like I'm not I'm not like trying to say they're like they've lost their way or something. I'm just trying to say like this this is like a emblematic of like stuff I would actually personally like to see nintendo lean more into Hmm. but i'm a busted up broken old man i don't know you know there's probably (laughs) good reasons why they don't do stuff like this all the time you know Um, yeah it's it it is weird to see them like deploying effective
2: commentary in a space that they don't occupy that much you know um (laughs) and that they were like a little bit on the cutting edge of like lampooning in the actual like art of doing i don't know it's just it's you're right it's so like circular and smart um, and, you know, not not to undersell Nintendo, but that, like, you just don't expect to see that out of those totally. guys. Totally. Um,
0: yeah, there's, this game is really just such a spectacle in so many ways, and I am really thankful that I had heard you and Mark talk about it so much, Patrick, to just just to spur my interest to look it up, because here we are. Um, I really would like to get all of these before. I'm just gonna have to go on my Switch and like I bought, I was telling you, Patrick. I got the Return of Monkey Island yesterday, and you always have the option on Switch to add the necessary funds or more. And I should have added more uh, because I could have just started buying. Um, anyway, um, yeah. I had such an absolute blast talking about this game with you two to wrap up the Call Me By Your Ball Game series. Uh, and yeah, I hope if you're listening to this before before you know m- late march or so 2023 uh give this game a shot try to play through it if you like it keep keep feeding into it keep giving nintendo money is what
2: i'm saying here um but but as as little money as possible yes
0: as little money as possible it is very enjoyable and charming and the games themselves are just fun like it's it's amazing um but that'll do it for this episode. Let's go ahead and wrap up and just do some plugs. Uh, Jeremy, thank you again for being here for this, dude. Um, what would you like to plug today?
1: Ooh, I'm on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. And then uh, I'm sure you'll plug the Patreon, but patreon.com slash supermpcradio. You can find uh, you know, a lot of this stuff ad-free and also all the bonus stuff that we have going on there. It really is a lot of stuff. I mean... I'm not just saying that because I want your cash.
0: We have talked about it. Uh, We put in so much stuff that it's like weekly. We've got a bonus stuff coming out for people at different tiers. Uh, It is a blast. Um, But how about you, Patrick? What do you want to plug on your way out today?
2: Oh, I would say just listen to the Nintendo Cartridge Society, so you can hear about Rusty's real deal baseball for the first time, like Connor did. Um, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, it would. It, we do two episodes uh, a week. One of them is news focused, and the other one is some, something silly, some silly little thing I that we do. I love silly stuff. <laughs> um, uh, oh, and uh, find me on Twitter at Patrick underscore Ellers. Gorgeous.
0: Um, well, I'll go ahead and just close this out with some plugs of my own. Uh, of course, check out Jeremy's show. Video game's a comedy show. He's the <laughs> producer of this podcast. He edits it together. Uh, his is more of a roundtable-style group episode, which actually not too dissimilar from some of the elements you heard on today's episode. The show art is done by Glenn J. You can find Glenn and his other wonderful work. On Instagram at Glenn with two N's i J-A-Y. I'm on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. I'm also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons C-O-N-Z. Is Cool 69, and I'm going to be streaming a lot more coming up soon, and I'm going to have a regular schedule. So give me a follow there, and you'll see what I'm up to. And then, of course, check us out on Patreon over at patreon.com slash Um Yeah, if you like me, if you liked hearing uh even specifically the two other people who guested on this episode, they're on it a lot. So you're going to like what you find there. It is truly... Uh, a lot of fun, informative, uh, and just great video game content about different games, series, all sorts of stuff is on our Patreon. Again, patreon.com supernpcradio. But that'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game, and that'll close out the 2020... The 2020... The 2020... 2020, 2020, 2020, yeah, 2020. That's pretty far in the future. Um, the 2022... Call me by your ball game series. Uh, we will see you on the next one. Touchdown! <laughs> if I had a tether ball specific, I'd say it here.